<laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to Life Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan 104.1 FM and 700 AM. This is your host, Dr. Sirisha Kuchimanchi. I'm a former tech executive, a podcast host, and an entrepreneur. I host the podcast Women, Career, and Life. It's a top 30 person Spotify podcast. If you're wondering how to navigate your career, you're trying to decide what conversations to have with your boss, you can check it out on any of your podcast platforms and uh, take a listen to it. I founded the Global Community for South Asian Women for Career and Financial Empowerment. Uh, you can join Sahita. Sahita means well-wisher in Sanskrit. And it's around finding support in a community and being able to have conversations and uh, find like-minded women as you are driving towards financial independence and career growth or pivots. You can check out the community on sahita.live, S-A-H-I-T-A dot L-I-V-E. You can see what it offers and stuff and join it from there. And let's dive in. It's beautiful. You know, we are sitting across the highway and it's starting to get a little crowded there, but I'm excited about today's conversation. I have with me Pratipa Afale. She is works for the firm. If you're wondering what the firm is, it is Goldman Sachs. And uh, for those of you who might be in banking, you might know what I mean. You know, it's it's an incredibly it's an institution, and uh, it's very hard to get into. And today's conversation with Pratibha is around purpose and technology and work life choices. And Pratibha and I met through DFW ATW. If there are any women here in technology, I would strongly urge you to check out DFW ATW. It's Alliance for Technology and Women. But Pratibha is actually on the board. And I will we'll start off by Pratibha, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and then we can drive into our conversation today. Well, uh, thank you, Dr. Shirisha. It was a great introduction. You are doing a lot, and uh, I might have some questions myself for you. <laughs> so um, anyway, thank you so much for having me here today. I am really excited, and it's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Um, so as far as introduction, uh, you know, I, I work uh, at Goldman Sachs uh, leading uh, information security for uh, a division and uh, getting up to this point has been a pretty windy road uh, fairly unplanned uh, and you know so i'm i'm I'm, ex I'm i'm enjoying the journey as well as learning a lot it, it's been a continuous learning journey you said a couple of things right it's been a winding journey and where you ended up how did, how did you get because and we talked you are a civil engineer and i know quite a few people who are probably listening have made the decision from engineering into it sector but i think it's more about navigating that path upwards and going and oftentimes we hear the beginning and the end point and we think oh what is a straight <laughs> line and they went through it successfully but that's never the story so what is yours you're absolutely right i i don't i know many people where the line it's just not linear so mine you know uh, back uh, in india i completed my undergraduate in civil engineering uh, believe it or not it's some crazy decisions uh, with with a distinction i was able to go into electronics and computers but i decided to stick with my friends <laughs> who are still my friends for life and, and, and stay complete civil engineering. And again, no such plan uh, of, of, you know, doing a master's or going out of country. But um, I saw some of my friends doing that. And my only plan was not to get married after uh, after bachelor. So, you know, with that thought, I'm like, let's do this. So going through the process ended up here, uh, you know, got a master's in um, 
telecommunications management, which is essentially uh, computer science and, and telecom and projects. Started working, I started in technical sales, believe it or not, and uh, learned a lot about communication, you know, negotiation and, and how do you really not sell but solve a problem. And so uh, going into that, went into techie and quickly started realizing over the years that uh, I think my, my strength has been and always is, is uh, finding the problem and, and connecting the dots, not necessarily focusing on the techie. So um, I was offered a uh, manager role at the same uh, at the same company. I was there for 10 years and going from peer to manager or peer to manager was another challenge, you know, manage the same people. Uh, still some of my friends, you know, we worked at the at a different company, same, same people. So uh, navigating through those challenges and um, embarking on a leadership journey uh, has been a very humbling experience, I, I have to say. You know, uh, accepting your own faults is not easy, but <laughs> but it's 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 very humbling and and it's uh, it's a journey that I think is very fulfilling as well. At least to me, it has been very fulfilling and continues to be uh, continues to be so, and it it uh, really lends itself into personal and professional life. So, uh, yeah, going from uh, again uh, civil engineering to uh, to today, you know, go, going into I, I was managing technology departments for mid-sized organizations you know back in those days several years ago there wasn't an information security function uh, like it is today and so that fell into my lap um, accidentally we had an incident and um, you know I remember working 18 20 hour days with my team and suddenly I became like oh here's information security so I I I, uh, I, I got into it more and uh, this is where I am at today uh, again being a being a pivot in the career but but learning a lot you know, when you're talking about your journey, I think when opportunities come your way, you have to be willing to take them. Yeah. You might be petrified, you may know nothing. But what you have to realize often is probably the person around you also doesn't know a lot, especially when it's new. So you're out learning. And if you're working through the crisis, that's when you learn the most, as scary as it is. And systems and things come out of it and new ways of doing things, right? I mean, following the straight and narrow is, is very rarely. I mean, you know, my kids are going off to college and you're like, you're planning the future, <laughs> but who knows what the future actually is and what the future will be with, with everything that's happening with technology. Right? It may not be the same at all. Yeah, you, you, you hit it on the nail. Uh, it, it, it you know, you learn through the process, right? That the, the person around you uh, is is probably equally scared and trying to figure things out. And then, yeah, I think, you know, whenever I tried to plan um, as such, uh, you know, it, it, life had a, had a different something in store. And just jumping in head first towards a problem and figuring it out has has been, I think, very rewarding um, as well. Uh, and, and isn't that what you know, we're, we're living to to kind of, you know, have that fulfilling experience, um, in my opinion, and uh, making heads and tails out of what, what are we going to do? How are we going to solve this problem? So it, it's easier said than done. Uh, absolutely. But again, that's that's what makes it, you know, worthwhile, I would say. Yeah, and the ability to be curious, asking questions, not feeling like you should know all the answers. I think we often feel like we should know everything before we show up at the table. And even you say, you you know, getting into manager roles, I think that's what holds a lot of us back is feeling like we need to know all the answers. For me, I remember the only reason I even applied the first time or even thought about it was a friend kept asking me how many times I even, he asked me my next move. I'm like, oh, I'm going to apply to this other engineering job. He's like, why? Why not the manager's job? I'm like, well, I have kids, you know, I have 
don't yep, know that I know yep. enough. They all seem to have these ideas. I don't know if I have them. How are you going to manage people? Like there's all these questions all these and true. fears. Yeah. Like you have to solve every problem. I've been there. Yeah, done. You know, it's it's absolutely true. And uh, we 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 almost we get in our own way. We totally. get in our own way. Yeah. And and the thing is, if, if you already knew the answers, why do you need to do that job? You know, why are you doing the job? That is that is so true. Yeah. Though absolutely, we we you know that has been one of the things is how do I break through that break through that right? Uh, you know, you mentioned technology and and purpose. And uh, technology is very addictive. It's it's very transactional. You know, here solve this issue at hand. You know, and, and move on. And if if uh, you have to be a long term player, it was essential for me to find a purpose. And it's always been connecting to the to the you know to the bottom line and aligning with the business and really connecting with people uh, to to see what drives them how do we go about you know solving business problems and that has actually really helped me uh, to to grow and, and understand because it's not about you know the emotions and and uh, it's it's really how how are we solving those problems so um, it, it, the journey continues, uh, and and that has been that has been really uh, working out for me as far as purpose and and being in technology. You know, as you're talking about connecting. By the way, the phone lines are op open. If you want to ask Pratibha or me a question, you can hop on and uh, go live on air. The studio number is two one four eight one seven three 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 three. I'm going to repeat it again: two one four eight one seven three 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 three. We would love to have your questions. Uh, tell us your own experience with technology, your pivots, and uh, join us during this conversation. So you're talking about connecting, right? And, and for me, it's been a journey because I work in tech for a long time. I just sort of transitioned out of my corporate job and finding that purpose, finding the threads that connect when I'm doing all these different things is yep. kind of hard. And also not to get burnt out while do you're doing all this stuff and you're saying 14 hours 16 hour days there are times during crises and escalations when we all do that but yeah. i think it's also important for us to remember to not make that part of our daily routine yeah and yeah you you have shown extreme courage to me you exhibit so much courage uh dr shirisha because it's not easy to if you will to go from something that is stable to you know, to to going out of your comfort zone and uh, bringing so many different topics that are at heart of people and and talking about them. So, I appreciate that. I listen in, and I cannot tell you how many times I'm like, oh yeah, that was a question that was you know at my heart, and uh, there's an answer. I can try that. I can try this. You just provide so many different options and views from experts and SMEs out there uh, that is not possible by, you know, by, by uh, ourselves. And so, yeah, and thank you for that. And for those of you who have questions, you know, if you have questions for everybody, and like I said, call the phone lines 214-817-3333. And what we find is, so I'm going to talk about this research, which kind of talks with purpose, right? One of the things that we find often is when there's an opening or a job opening or anything, any opportunity that is there, there's kind of two reactions people have. Uh, just to give it a big, very broad brushstrokes. Women, if there are five things, tend to check the box. Like we just talked yeah, about, right? Yeah. You, you want to check every box before you apply to the job. Research shows that men tend to have like one or two boxes checked and take it. And yes, they say you have to be ready kind of for the next job, but doesn't mean you have to be fully ready because then you already have done the job. So that's not the thing. So what we're trying to say is whether you have all the skills or don't have the skills, 
please have the conversation with the with the right people that you're interested in these opportunities. If they think you're not ready, they will tell you, ask them for specific feedback on for what feedback. you need to yeah. do to get ready for that role. Maybe it's a slight shift, but when you put your name in that hat, they know you're interested. Because oftentimes, I'll tell you from the other side, from the manager's side, we, we think we know who's interested. We consider the people. But if people are not telling us and they're not usually the ones who are advocating or being vocal or showing up in the spaces we see them, it is very hard to say what your interest is. So you have to be specific with the ask. And isn't it better that you kind of, I mean, we, we control our destiny. So we should be telling them, this is the kind of roles I'm interested in. Maybe not this, because you will get picked for whichever one. You may not have a say completely in it, but at least it gives you some leeway in, in providing what you want to excel in or what you want to learn and stuff. So think about yeah. it from that standpoint. I, I couldn't agree more, um, Shirisha, to add to that, right? I mean, you, you probably heard uh, life is 90% of what happens to you and 10% of what you do about it. And when I read that, I'm like, wait, I'm only responsible for 10%. Wow, that's, you know, that is so less than, you know, than I was getting in my way to kind of solve everything and learn everything and do everything. And it's, you know, just not enough day and it's frustrating and it makes you anxious and stress and so on. So that really, that really helped me. And, you know, going back to your interview and applying questions, uh, what I would add to that is you, you hit it on the nail. Uh, if that is your goal and you're still thinking, hey, I'm still preparing and um, I'm not sure if I'm the right person at all try it i have done interviews you know i applied i got the opportunity interview and i absolutely i, I somewhere knew i'm i'm not sure if i'm ready right I, I, but i'm still going to go try it i used that interview opportunity as a conversation and i asked for feedback even after the interview and i was very honest i said hey you know what do you think i should be still working on and so on and i got really good feedback I connected with those people and that really helped me. So like I said in the beginning, it's a very humbling journey to accept uh, what you continue to improve on, but it's also very rewarding. Yeah, and there are so many allies. I had a phenomenal HR partner who helped me navigate the first few months and years because it was incredibly tough to understand how to manage people. And, and when you're saying, you know, getting that feedback, talking to that first person, it's in, in my case, actually, one of the first interviews I did like that while I was trying for the job, Though I didn't get it, I first got great feedback on how to show up and what to do at work. Yeah. But the second thing is that person ended up kind of talking about me to their manager. So yeah. it gave me visibility there and sort of opened doors over time. Yeah. When I think back and look back and when I start telling stories and I'm like, wait, that was a conversation I had or this one I had. I used to meet people, but I yeah. never really um, gave it a lot of thought on how this will turn it you know, five years from now or four years from now or whatever. But they're all pivotal conversations. So when we are talking about when you hear the word networking and you're thinking, oh, I'm cringing, like, oh, should I do that? It's conversations. It is access. Push yourself. Push yourself to be out of the comfort zone is, is all I can say. And I we can't say it enough, right? We, we just cannot say it enough because it is, it is so important. You just never know where that conversation, when it will come up, who knows who. And, and, you know, I have to say, people are, I found more than anything, people want to help. Mm -hmm. they, they, they want to help. They want to refer you. Uh, they want to feel good. And, you know, uh, you have to pay it forward. Exactly. So it's important to form a connection. So networking is about connections and community. So 
being able to ask for specific asks. Don't say, I want to do this like very broad. I want to go into engineering. If you're a student, yes, but I want to do a job. Be Do some research and come and ask them a specific question because then they're able to help you and also be able to provide value. And pay forward is very important. And having those conversations because I, I hear this and um, I did a like a LinkedIn not too long ago, LinkedIn Live, and I'm talking about networking. And I think oftentimes we think of networking as very transactional or opportunistic. I feel like I'm asking them something. There is nothing wrong with asking someone for something, but don't make it only about the ask or only go every time before you need a job. It is not very subtle. Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, research says, and I've experienced this, do it when you don't need something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> totally true. So start looking for it today. If you think, oh, I'm yeah. happy and comfortable. That is the best time to start building your network, start talking to people, learning more about other jobs, other things. Maybe it's not a manager job. Maybe you want to start something yourself. Whatever you're thinking about, start because that is when the pressure is off you and start building that. Yeah. Of course, if, if you are in a crunch time or you've experienced a layoff through the recent layoff, so you are at, you know graduating and you're trying to do that, we're not saying not to do that. Go ahead and reach out to people. People understand the landscape. They still want to help. Think about how you want to re rephrase it, how you want to ask. You know, there's actually AI now for resume AI, and even how to do networking questions. Apparently, there is. And you can type it beyond chat GPT and tell you how to script it. You mean next time you'll have an AI bot here instead of me? <laughs> no, no, no. I think you need the people to talk. But that is the thing. So think no, about, it is so true. Yeah. Think yeah. about how Google and talk yeah. to people and we have all had mistakes with them which have completely bombed certain discussions, certain communications, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what did I do? But this, I mean, some you can't go back. So but that is necessary to learn. How else would you learn? The mistakes are, you know, it, it has been hard for me to accept, but unless I make a mistake, I won't learn. So. Yes, going back to your 10%, I mean, 10% seems like so natural then. Yeah, yeah, but it's still a lot, right? We, we get in our yes. own way by, by trying to control it all. And, uh, you know, I think uh, being on a mindful journey that, that I am, um, I, I've learned to let it just flow, focus on what I can focus and uh, have my priorities clear. There are good and bad days, but the, the, the point is, you know, pick up and move on. Yeah. For those of you tuning in, we have a couple more minutes. Uh, this is Life Beats with Sirisha. We have about six minutes. You're listening to Dr. Sisha Kajimanti and Pratipa Apale, who's been here talking about, you know, purpose in technology and work-life choices. You can tune in and listen to my podcast, Women, Career, and Life, where there's stories and advice, you know, to achieve career growth. And join the South Asian Global Community for Career and Financial Empowerment for South Asian Women. Sahita is... Um, means Valbisher in Sanskrit, and you can join Sahita by going to sahita.lib, L-I-V-E, S-A-H-I-T-A dot L-I-V, check out the website, check out if, if it's something that speaks to you, you can then join, and I hope to see you online. You can also email me and DM me, um, Women, Career, and Life, you know, Instagram or email messages. If you have questions, ideas for the show, you know, things you want to ask, and if you want to call us back, like right now, live on air, the number is 214-817-3333. This show is about showcasing, you know, phenomenal people who are doing things in this community around us on opportunities that we may not know about or things we may not have access to and having those discussions because if we don't hear it, we do not know. They're very unlikely to know about it. So it's very important to be talking about it. I think one of the things is, uh, as you know, I think your kids are older, mine are older. 
think we make a lot of work-life choices. Like, what do you think about? I, I know we hear the term work-life balance, work-life harmony. Yeah. Actually, I've kind of started to put those aside, and I'm still trying to think through the word work-life choices because at different stages, I make different choices. Yeah. And what is it that works for you? Like some yeah no that's that's it's a great question and i i firmly believe that the work-life balance term was coined coined especially for women <laughs> so you know i mean traditionally i think my, my mom was a homemaker so i always saw her she was always uh you know there for me and for my siblings um we we uh, you know obviously we we um have to uh, adopt strategies, uh, navigate the stress that comes with work so we don't bring it home and have a fulfilling life. Again, priorities are going to be different. I'm sure, you know, when kids are uh, little or if you have, uh, you know, uh, you're, you're caring for someone, uh, it's, it's, it's a different phase of life versus, you know, uh, for me right now, um, I have a little more time as, as my kids are independent. So um, I think the, for me, in my case, uh, personally, I have made some decisions where, you know, simple like, okay, I will not be going to a job in downtown. Uh, you know, I used to be in Minnesota. That will take me two hours because that will be less time for me with my kids. I mean, I've made those decisions. It was my conscious choice. I did give up on some opportunities, um, but I have absolutely no regret. Um, and uh, those are you know, my, my priorities always help me clarify if if there is any crossroads uh, that, that I come across, which has been plenty of times, um, I will make sure that I go through that and make those decisions. So it's, it's really important to have that clarity and uh, talk to people, understand, you know, um, where you want to be. If you have a plan, like I said, you know, I was going more with the flow, but uh, th that clarity is important and, and have those strategies. I'm a planner. I organize a lot, uh, which also means that I had to learn how to deal with change and ambiguity because you know you, things that you plan no, don't always uh, go accordingly and so that was my learning um how do i change those strategies but simple things in at home uh, asking for help i was really bad at that so please ask for help don't just get frustrated and again focus on the 10 percent what you can control you can't solve everything so ask for help uh, so that has been that has worked for me and again continuing to continue to learn i'm sure there's other strategies that you know listeners know of can, that can share maybe you can share some i like this i whatever you said i think applies both inside work and outside work and it's not whether you have family or you know you're young and single and this thing you still have boundaries so set boundaries for yourself at work and at home as much as possible because I think what you said about values, what are the most important things and non-negotiables, remember those, yeah. because work will take as much of the space as you give it. I've heard CEO say this, or I think one of the ladies, I, was, I just did a LinkedIn Live today, and what she said is her CEO would say is, you work, you know, to live, not, not the yeah, other way. Not the so, other way. <laughs> so think about it and set those boundaries, yeah. because life is incredibly long. It's to be enjoyed as well. So make sure you are doing it for what is important to you. And clarify that what is important to you is actually really important to you and not what someone else has told you and reported yeah. to you. Yeah. Because we often get caught up in the stories of me here. I'm sure we're telling those stories to our children too. So, you know, <laughs> as we're thinking about it, what, what are we doing and what are we telling? So we have about a minute left. So Pratibha, is there any other things you wanted to share before we sign off? 
this has been a pleasure. Uh, like I said, um, you know, has reminded me of so many things that I uh, still, you know, it's, it's, it serves as a good reminder and it has been great to, to kind of know about this show and the LinkedIn uh, live and uh, the business Sahita that you're running. Um, good luck to, to you. And uh, no, I'm, I'm really excited and uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. This was a pleasure. I'm sure it's always great for us to relive our own stories and see them. And for those of you, see you next Thursday at 2 o'clock. We are going to talk about life in academia, the myths around it, and some of the things that Sneha and Karabi, who are joining us, love about the job. So if you are ever thinking of it or trying to understand what does a professor do or what does that look like, hop in on Thursdays at 2 o'clock. This is Life Beats with Sarisha. We'd love to see you. I do want to thank you again, Katima, for being on the show. And I'm sure we'll continue to see each other. Check out DFW ADW. You know, I'm a member. She's on the board of it. It's a phenomenal organization. See you, everyone, for next time. Thank you.